Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. With me is Neil Humphreys. Neil, we are going to talk about walking with the wildlife in Singapore. Everywhere we go, there is something, some kind of wild creature. Of course, this was the jungle long before it was uh, the refined city that we now live in, and there are still quite a, a lot of creatures running around. Not only a lot of creatures, Glenn, it's actually increasing. Which is a positive for an environmentalist like me. I've written many books on the subject and countless columns. But with all things that involve human beings, Glenn, there is a double-edged sword to this. And it struck home to me last week when I took my nephew Alfie to Sungai Below Mm. Nature Reserve, one of my favourite places in Singapore. In Kranji, and I didn't want to get his hopes up too much. You know, I knew we seeing would, anything. Yeah, you know, I knew creatures. we would see yeah. monitor lizards and so on. Sure, but within a stretch of about, and this really isn't an exaggeration, within a stretch of about four hundred meters, mm-hmm. we saw a Malayan water monitor lizard. We saw two long-tailed macaques monkeys. Oh, and I must say, on the monkeys' part, I will use code for this, but let's just say I have an 11-year-old daughter, and the monkeys were in very excitable mood. And my daughter says to me, my innocent, sweet, beautiful daughter, who I hope cherishes her innocence for as long as possible... She says to me, what are those two monkeys doing Ouch. on the bridge at mm. Sungai Below? Mm. And we said they were wrestling. Celebrating nature. Okay. Yes, they were wrestling. And she <laughs> now thinks that's what wrestling is. So let's hope oh. that stays as long as possible. Okay. So we saw two long-tailed macaques <laughs> wrestling. Yep. We saw a monitor lizard swimming. We saw half a dozen herons, egrets, and so on. And then we saw a pit viper. We saw a pit wow. viper curled around a small branch. Yep, that was beautiful. A mangrove pit viper. And then the piece de resistance, we saw a crocodile, hmm. an estuarine crocodile, a saltwater crocodile, or salty, as the Aussies call them. Now, I've seen crocodiles at Sungai Below before. Yep. But what was interesting about this encounter, Glenn, was how normal it was. Nobody was surprised. Hmm. There was a time only 15, 10 to 15 years ago when I was writing one of my books that someone from N Parks, National Parks Board, would have to call me and say, Neil, we think we've spotted one. (laughs) So I would have to literally dash from wherever I was in the country to get to Sungai Below. You'd rush there. Oh, no, it's gone. We had one crocodile. His name was Bob imaginatively named because he bobbed up and down in the sunshine. (laughs) And it was literally one crocodile. In 1996, they were actually declared extinct in Singapore. Now Hmm. we have more than 20 wild crocodiles in our northwestern shores. More than 20 estuarine crocodiles, wild. And that figure increases year on year. So I'm there with my daughter. And my daughter is terrified of everything, Glenn. She's (laughs) terrified of her own shadow. She's terrified of ants, spiders, snakes, Dogs, cats, you name it. She's almost the anti-David Attenborough. She's the world's worst vegetarian. She's terrified of everything she's trying to save. But when it came to the crocodile, she was extraordinarily blasé about it because she has seen the crocodiles there so many times now. It's normal for her. It's normal for my daughter to see wild crocodiles in Singapore. She's almost like Steve Irwin or, or the Crocodile Dundee, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, there's another crocodile down there, Daddy. It's just down there on the left. Take your photos, <laughs> take your selfies. You've never seen such a blasé attitude from such a terrified person. 
ordinarily. And then the second part was there were people on the bridge, admittedly they were above ground, mm. trying to manoeuvre their cameras in such a way to do selfies with the crocodile uh, of course. over their shoulder. All right, the crocodile is in water and you're about a metre and a half above the crocodile. But you just know, Glenn that these are the types that when this same crocodile, and it happens frequently, goes from A to B, when he goes from one mangrove to another mangrove, he has to go over ground. Yeah, he sure. has to go across walkways. I have seen and heard people try to take photographs with a wild 2.5-meter-long crocodile over their shoulders. And they have the signs. They have the hilarious signs everywhere, <laughs> typical Singapore signs. You can almost imagine some civil servant writing this sign. We would like to take this opportunity to remind <laughs> members of the public that should they encounter a crocodile, they should stay calm and back away slowly. They should not approach, provoke or feed the animal. There's the key word there, Glenn. Provoke. Provoke means don't take selfies in well, front of a crocodile. You know, we, we went to... Um to Sungay Bulo, I guess it was about nine months ago. And I was shocked. It was the first time we'd been there in probably three or four years. So first thing I noticed was all the paths were now asphalt. Yeah. Uh, you know, they used to be just gravel and, mm. and kind of dirt and whatever. So I mean, it looked nice and they had some observation points. So all that's good, more accessible for people. But I was surprised at, uh, and, and I hate to say this, but how stupid people were. They were literally, you know, going off the path, going down into the wetland area, you know, trying to look for birds and, and you know, fish there. And I didn't, we didn't see any, any salties uh, that day. But, I mean, really, people, like, come on. Let the animals be, first of all. And then I was also surprised, too, uh, you know, a number of people throwing their trash on the ground. Mm. And I immediately called them out on it and they picked it up and, and put it away. But, you know, people don't seem to understand these wild animals are, in fact, wild animals. And, and it's the same thing with the otters at the um, Marina Barrage. Everywhere. You know, there's a family that lives there and people are always going right up to them to take a picture. And, like, you know, give them a little space. Well, you know? firstly – you're right. Never overestimate the stupidity of certain people. You'll never be disappointed. That's the first thing. The second thing is, you know, when you see these animals walking towards you, walk in the other direction. When you see a sign that says, do not approach, provoke or feed the animal, for me, the sign is wrong. The sign should say, step back slowly, try not to scream like a little baby and preferably do not soil your underwear, which should be the sign for me. Because if you see a crocodile, common sense tells you don't walk towards it. So in some ways it's got better and in some ways it's got worse. It's better because there's greater awareness, there's greater sign postage mm. uh, everywhere now. Right. So, and there's huge fines. We love a fine in Singapore. <laughs> so there's massive fines. So that's, that deters a bit. But the problem with places like Sungai Below, Glenn, is that this wildlife is increasing year on year. Yeah. And we are small and built up and we may reach a tipping point. There are several good things out of this. Why is this mm. happening? And it is happening rapidly. Firstly, it's a consequence of us becoming a garden city, a city in a garden. Mm. That's the good thing. Otters, crocodiles, monotolises, wild boars, herons, egrets, kingfishers, they're all coming back in larger numbers. It's That's awesome. the good thing. Yep. Did you know that Singapore recently outshone 16 cities to be amongst the most urban tree density city huh. in the world, even beating Sydney and Vancouver. Wow, that's interesting. That's a good thing. The bad thing is, is sort of it brings wildlife back. The mm. second thing is 
we don't have a natural ecosystem here as such. In other words, there's a lack of predators. The yeah. crocodile can be mm. left to thrive. The mm. monitor lizard can be left to thrive. So can the wild boar. The third and final most important thing, we want a city and a garden so much that we are literally pushing the two together. Yeah. We are building estates. I've mentioned already Coney Island and Pongo and other places. We are literally building, building estates side by side. Yeah. This is not just greenery. This is rainforest, mangrove. Mm, mm. This is secondary rainforest. This is, wild, this is a home for wild animals. And they are, they are touching each other. So my fear, Glenn, you're going to get more encounters. It's one thing to joke. I have seen little kids try to feed monkeys Pringles yeah. and then wonder why they cry because the, the confused <laughs> monkey pulls the Pringles from their hand. Right. I have seen people trying to take a selfies with crocodiles. And in those situations, I almost believe in the Darwinist theory, theory well, not theory anymore, <laughs> of selection, selective evolution. Let them lose limbs and then they will learn, Glenn. They will learn. So as the wildlife gets closer in these to human interaction and urban density, unfortunately, Glenn, and you've seen it in East Coast Park, we're going to get more encounters. Yeah. That's my fear. It only takes one person to do something silly, get bitten. We, uh, a tourist was bitten by an otter right. at Marina Bay. You've got to be spectacularly dumb to yeah. get bitten by an otter. I mean, it, you yeah. deserve a gold medal of stupidity. Well, it's a Darwin Award, right? You've heard of the Darwin, Darwin Award. Awards, to even right? get that yeah. close to an otter, yeah. to even approach yeah. it, you must somehow manipulate it quietly to think you're peaceful then stick your hand out all kinds of stupid i was cycling uh uh, maybe it was a month ago now in east coast park as i often do in the morning and i just happened to be driving and i I just looked down momentarily and something caught my eye stopped turned around it was about a meter long python that was uh, clearly enjoying some sort of uh, breakfast snack and so he was just laying there by the side of the path and you could barely see him because he was so well camouflaged with the leaves that had fallen and all that but here is I mean a a decent sized python now he's not going to jump out and grab you like you know a a spitting cobra would or something but you know just it proves the point that this this stuff is everywhere and of course our friends who who may live up in uh, Bucatima or who who live in a black and white you know they often wake up in the morning and have a snake in the yard or even in the house or Mm -hmm monkeys or whatever. So it is uh, someplace that we, you know, we have to take the wildlife seriously. Okay. Neil Humphreys, thank you so much for that. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.